Welcome to episode 95 of More Than Dice. My name's Gonzo. I'm John. I'm Kathy. And today we are going to be discussing a few things about painting competitions, specifically the Golden Demon Award and Golden Demon Painting Competition that is coming to Adepticon since Crystal Brush is no longer around. But before we do that, we got to go with tradition. John, what you drinking tonight? Um, I have the last shot of Cannon Blast, and I'll follow it up with some Dr. Pepper uh, mixed with uh, Kraken Rum. Okay. Kathy, drink the choice. Uh, I'm drinking tea. <laughs> cuddling cat bug? And cuddling cat I am cuddling cat bug. <laughs> I mean, cat bug FTW. Uh, tonight, um, I am getting more sort of leash. Just working that bottle down until it's gone, which could be in a mere few seconds if I don't control myself. Uh, because sort of leash is amazing. Um, other than that, uh, we do need to take a small break for all of our sponsors and thanking them for doing everything that they do for us. I'm going to thank Muse on Minis for helping us host and putting our podcast out there. If you need tokens or widgets or any of those things, please go visit Muse on Minis. Uh, pick up their product. If you use the code all one word, more than dice, all one word, uh, you will get 10% off your order and uh, it will uh, help us out too. Uh, we also want to thank uh, Mechanica Studios, which is another great sponsor. Chris makes some amazing trays for your armies. Uh, they also sell our tournament sets, uh, widgets, and also mats, uh, which we really appreciate it. Uh, and then there's old good old Tectonic Craft Studios, Dan the Man, um, selling some really cool stuff. He is going to be doing some awesome things coming out. Uh, and some new products. Uh, as soon as he lets me know, I'll tell everybody. Because he's got some stuff coming out for uh, Marvel Protocol. Um, so we want to thank them a lot. Uh, guys, if you want to support us, we always appreciate you if you hit that follow button up there. Go to our Facebook page, hit the follow there so you can find out some really cool stuff. John posts a lot there because he has a lot of uh, hobby streaks. Because you're on day what right now, John? 660. I don't fucking know. Fucking A, dude. Um, and then also make sure you hit the follow because Kathy does this a lot of streaming on Tuesday through Friday, uh, 3 to 5 p.m. And she could really love to hear you talk to her and give her some hell. Um, give me hell. Yes. yes. Heckle me. Heckle her. Give her some hell. Uh, show her some love. Uh, also, if you want to support us in a different way, um, which it will be changing up pretty soon, um, you can visit us on our Patreon site. Um, those rewards will be changing up for a better pretty soon, but uh, we're waiting for one thing to finish before we can do it, and that is the end of Dawn of the Harbinger, which possibly could happen this week. Um, so, we want to thank all of those people, and John, do we have any tributes that we need to do? Not that I know of. No one died. Yes, yeah, some people No did. one. No one, no, no one in the world. This is the one. No week, one in no the one. world died last week. Uh, just, we, just once, everybody lives. Now somebody died. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that there was, um, and I can't remember his name, but he always played in the Rob Zombie movies. Um, oh, what was his name? That's going to bug me because I, I've I, never I, seen a Rob Zombie movie. Uh, he's so. done. He's done a couple of other things. Sid Craig or what? Yes. Yeah, Wait, Sid House of Ten Thousand Corpses. What? Yes. You've never seen it. 
Um, yeah, well, you know, I uh, have... You have standards? They're yeah. low. <laughs> Hold on, it's an egg. I'm sure I can... Let's see, um... Waiting, and, hold uh, on. I thought about watching Bone Tomahawk, but I haven't seen it. Uh, hold on. I'm, I, uh, he's he, been in a lot of stuff. Kill Bill Volume 2. Okay, I saw Kill Bill Volume 2. I saw Jackie Brown. He's He's been yeah. in a lot of stuff more than, but yeah. I, that's how I knew him was from Rob Zombie movies and stuff like that. Uh, and there's also someone brought it up. I was going to bring it up to uh, Carl Ruiz, which was a Food Network uh, person. Really cool guy on the shows every time I saw him. Uh, and it, it kind of hit the the cooking community pretty big. Uh, I'm glad I recognize Sid Haig from uh, his Buck Rogers appearance. And that's what I recognize him from. All the old Western movies <laughs> where yeah. he played yeah. the, the skinny, emaciated bad guy. Yeah. So, um, to them, everybody else, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We appreciate everything. Um, cheers. Cheers. Mm. So tonight... And you're correct. I do have issues with scary movies. Those issues are called standards. <laughs> tonight, I'll be working on another Star Wars Legion hut. Um, single one. No big deal. Uh, washing it. That doesn't look anything like a hut. Oh, no, it's a wrong type of... You should use some textured uh, paint on those. There that is. would make them look. There, there's textured spray paint on here. You can't see it because it's kind of tiny. But... The dome really looks shiny on that. It doesn't look like it's got texture paint at all. No, the dome doesn't uh, because I wanted them to be kind of smooth. Uh, like I did this one. And there's textured paint here. And you can see it yeah, yeah. closer. But like the dome, I don't want it to be. I wanted it to be smooth. So what I did is I taped off the dome and oh. then sprayed the texture paint over the top of it. I would say that I feel like that is... Uh, I wouldn't do that because uh, then it doesn't match the ones that are put out by GF9 as well. Other than that, they actually look really close yeah, to they're be on all, the same well, table as GF9 and look good. Yeah, these are the ones I 3D printed um, and such, so they're going from... They're my personal table. They're also going to be at Warfare Weekend because I'm sponsoring... More than DICE, I should say, not me, is sponsoring a table uh, for Star Wars Legion. And that's where I'm putting that and everything else. Because I finished painting up this tower that's going to be part of where uh, some Empire stuff is going to be going. Um, with that TIE Interceptor. Uh, going to be part of it and everything. And we have a really cool mat uh, that we're going to be putting down. We have a special textured mat coming um, for the game. So, I mean, excuse me, we're working on this. Mat. Yeah, um, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, they sponsored, excuse me, he sponsored a couple of tables and gave us a few mats to put down. Um, Chris was in charge of it. I apologize. Uh, but he's got these really cool battle mats that aren't textured so much as that you can't move models on it, but they've got like a really cool texture to it. I shouldn't sing because uh, they sound cool, but inherently my mind goes, that's. What? I, I did too. I haven't seen them yet. I've only seen the pictures. Uh, I've only seen uh, what Chris has shown me and stuff. And the texture doesn't look like it's really big or a much of a problem. But yeah, I agree with you too. Because when That's... I think textures mats, I'm like, oh, my models are going to fall over every second I put something on it. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of Zatch's like, weird looks like he skinned a fucking animal to make his <laughs> battle mat. I'm like, he sent pictures when we were doing the uh, Age of Sigmar campaign because I gave you 
let you play at home if you wanted to one game as long as you had pictures. And I'm like, what the hell are you playing? Aren't you skin an animal? Yeah. Well, I mean, he did have what I thought was interesting is the the guy's mats. Um, he has pictures with models on it, so you can see what it looks like and see how it is. Oh. Um, so I thought that was good because that's always my concern about anything that has a textured mat. That either a the texture is going to rub off, and it's just going to become grimy and dirty. Or B, the models won't stand up because it's textured. Because uh, everybody remembers the old GW green flocked mats. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those uh, those were the... the that, that's where my mind goes when someone says textured mat. Because I remember picking those up and just shaking my hands off. And like, you can't get that green crap off your hand. Nope. For anything... So wash your hands a million times. Yep. So today we're going to talk about uh, something that came up on uh, recently. Kathy even was the news breaking part of it, which I appreciate her uh, keeping track of stuff like that. Um, when news breaks, we fix it. Is there any news that Crystal Brush is gone from Adepticon? Uh, this was a Simon sponsored event. The best way to call it, Kathy. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It was okay. entirely Simon yeah. that that brought the idea to Adepticon and asked them if they wanted, if they were interested in having this competition uh, there. Simon said, we will take care of all of the everything. You don't have to worry about anything except giving us a space. Mm-hmm. And uh, so so that's what they did. And it was, you know... It, it gained in popularity in part because uh, Simon put on other crystal brushes around the country, or not around the country, but around the world. And people who won overall there, Simon would actually fly to Adepticon to that crystal brush. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, importing all these, all these people and it became, you know, a, a big deal. And we got to we got used to seeing all kinds of uh, amazing artwork from amazing artists. And then Simon, over the last few years, it seemed like the crystal brush had had been kind of declining. There were there were less entries. the The prizes were less. Their monetary prizes uh, were smaller, and they stopped giving out trophies and instead gave out. Uh, just like a, a check for a little bit of money or prize support. Because so I remember seeing quite... those crystal trophies, which was a brush. The, the, the actual brushes, yeah. yeah. There's some behind me. Yeah, you can't I, I see remember... them because they're on the back wall. I remember because um, it was really cool to see the crystal brush because it was a crystal brush with like a gold paint on the tip of the gold silver or bronze paint on the tip of the brush and those were those were always neat to me i thought that was really cool they they stopped doing that and and then last year or i guess this year uh 2019 they said well we're uh we're not interested in doing this anymore so you know we're out of here basically you know which that's fine that's that's their you know they ran the show that's their prerogative. Yeah. Why do you think that they stopped that before we get into the, the other detail? Personally, I feel like over the last several years, uh, Cool Mini or Not has become more and more 
C-M-O-N. And now they're even trying to get people to call them come on instead of Simon, <laughs> so that it's actually that, you know, the word come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that they're distancing themselves even further from the whole cool mini or not thing. They don't want to be associated with uh, miniatures. Only, only as they pertain to the board games that they put out. They are board games that happen to have game pieces that, you know, are miniatures, but they're uh-huh. not a miniatures company anymore. Yes. So, I mean, my two cents is that they've had financial troubles, you can tell, but if you look at their sales history, and honestly, based on some insider knowledge, they've been going to hell in a handbasket for a while. Which is interesting because they're, and we can say, you know, like the Song of Ice and Fire is a miniatures game. Let's not do it. But it's actually doing pretty damn well. But it's not done by them. It's what, Dark Sword is that, Kathy? Dark Sword, Dark Sword is affiliated with yeah. it, yeah. Well, also, let, let's throttle that back from doing well to it is selling well. It's yeah. not doing really well. It's not like you walk into every store and it's there. It is selling. It has some people playing it. There's some buzz about it. Yes. But it's solid third tier game. Yeah, I mean it's not like GW or you know private tier pressure. It's not like because honestly, it was blowing the blowing the doors off things. They would be embracing it full, full on. But they have a history of, I mean, as you know and I know, of putting out stuff and then just nah, fucking we ain't doing that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I hate to be blunt, and since we got no skin in this game, I don't feel like they are a good company. I would honestly not buy one of their games over buying it, you know, all things being equal at this point. I don't like their business practices of using Kickstarter as a uh, pre-order system because it hurts local game stores. And I don't like the way they treat their games that aren't named Zombicide. (laughs) Do well with Zombicide. People love Zombicide. More power to you. But that's not the only thing they're doing well on, so... Is what it is. There's John's two cents for probably this entire conversation. <laughs> so, Simon quit doing it, and it actually was kind of an uproar within the uh, painting community, I guess you could say. It, it was, and and I understand, you know. I understand there's people that have absolutely no interest in painting games workshop models. They don't play games workshop games, so they don't know what any of these models are. Uh, and when you're used to painting some of these amazingly sculpted boutique miniatures that are that are that are sculpted to realistic scale, uh, and then you know with all these amazing fine details, and then you go to Games Workshop, where they have some fun models. I mean, I I've been having a lot of fun with these Warcry models, but there are things about them. As I'm painting them, and you can hear me talking about it on my stream when I come across these details, you know. There are some things about them that aren't that good, you know. Overall, do I like them? Yeah, I like them. They're fun. They're, they have a lot of fun details, but they're... Uh, I want to throw, throw two cents in here, actually. I feel like... No, no, no. You already had your two cents, John. Well, then I'm putting five cents down. Suck it. <laughs> Damn, he's got a nickel in this now. I'm going to bring out the quarter. I'll go on for a while there. <laughs> um, but it seems that since 
technically this is a, you know, the idea is you're having a painting competition at a gaming convention. It should be gaming related, gaming, uh, I don't know, gaming representative, gaming related. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. So these boutique models, while super awesome, great, great models, they're not gaming models. So it became a painting competition for painting competition, which is fine. But is, you know, like I say, Adepticon really the place for that? I'm thinking personally I would say no. So having one based around a miniature game's models seems least like a start in the right direction. It, well, we used to have one. It was the Rogue Demons, yeah. which, you know, it was definitely a, a nod to the Golden Demons. Mm-hmm. And while not everything was Games Workshop, most of it was because most people who were putting stuff in the competition for Rogue Demons was just taking stuff out of their armies. Yeah, I mean, Adepticon was, of course, a GW-centric convention first. Yeah. Just did a great job of expanding another game. So, I mean, it's cool that they're getting Golden Demon back. It's a big name. I I think it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a great idea. Uh, there was a hole when Coleman or not stepped away, and GW was like, "Well, you know, we would uh, be happy to fill that hole." You know, and, yeah, and they're not going to give us a whole Games Day. At least give us a Golden Demon. Sounds awesome. Exactly, and I miss Games Day. We, me, and a whole bunch of other people that I know at Adepticon. Those are people that I met at Games Day originally. So I'm I'm happy that we all get to enjoy that sort of feeling again, you know, painting our models for Golden Demon. Okay, so and and yeah, there's people who are who are sad that the the you know miniature art you know painting competition isn't going to be there, and I totally get that. So do you, you know? think attendance is going to drop pretty big because of that? No. Because, no, I don't. Okay, because there's I know there's a lot of people. Now, I, I'm a part of a lot of the painting communities, just like you, um, where a lot of people are definitely saddened that, you know, Crystal Brush is no longer there and it's going to be just Golden Demon stuff or GW stuff. Um, and a lot of people have complained. And I'm not saying, like, 50 billion people. I'm just saying a decent amount of the painting community are like, well, I just don't want to paint GW stuff. I want to do my cool bust or, you know, stuff like that. So there's no reason for me to go to Adepticon anymore. And yeah, I, I kind of I, I, I was like, really? Because if uh, the competition is only what you're there for, I think you're missing a really good part of Adepticon. I mean, I get that, you know, it. there's a lot of people and you see it at ReaperCon who are very focused on they want to paint their model and put it in the convention. They want to get feedback from the judges you know, to help them become better painters. They want to see what everybody else is doing and talk to the other artists and get their feedback on their models and, you know, in an attempt to, to grow, you know, as an artist. And I understand that, you know, but at the same time, there is a crap ton of other people who will be very excited to paint their games workshop models for all the same reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who will show up in in the place of these people? So I don't think there's going to be a problem with attendance. I will miss my friends who who won't be coming to Adepticon because 
they're not interested in in painting games workshop models or creature caster or mantic or privateer press or arena rex or any of the other companies that are going to be running their own competitions i feel like that covers a wide variety of the models i'm pretty sure once it becomes a thing we can probably get atomic mass to do that as well yes oh definitely yeah i mean we we know that like creature caster has done their own now and arena rex has done their own now too so they're gonna have i'm sure they're gonna just you know do their own like everybody else there's there's and i'm pretty sure bombshell miniatures is going to do that too Mm -hmm. Uh, there's not going to be a shortage of competitions i feel like there's going to be even more variety yes we're not we're still not going to get those the art miniatures like we've like we've been seeing at crystal brush you know and what? and that's sad, but we'll still be getting not only Games Workshop at Adepticon, only just not in the Golden Demon. Now, what, when you say art miniatures, what do you mean by art miniatures? Exactly. Ones that aren't game-related. Okay. They're just for putting on your shelf because they look pretty. Gotcha. And you'll still get a couple of those if the companies that are doing their own... Yeah, you know, like Private Press were doing their own thing. They had some busts that they put out a while ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. You might see those in there. Might have a category open generally usually has that kind of stuff. Oh, uh, Blackheart Models will have a competition for their busts. They always share a booth with Badger Airbrush. Awesome. Um, so we you got you posted up the list of competitions. Uh, oh, of the categories. The categories. I was trying to get to it real quick, but I'm slow on the uptake right now. Um, right now. Yeah, so, I don't have that list. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to, to find that too. Hold on. Because that was something I wanted to talk about. Because there it is. Like the first category is forty k single miniature. Now, before we get before we okay, before this, Kathy, you've done Golden Demon. You've done it how many times? Uh, probably four. And I came kind of later to the party, and then they they did away with it. So, okay, so you you participated in this uh, one like all of them, right? Because you're that awesome. Yes, <laughs> Kathy. Did I win? Like now, I won. Uh, the The first one I won was a bronze for uh, chaos spawn mm-hmm. in a large uh, large model uh, fantasy. Mm-hmm. And then I won a silver for uh, Ogre Maneater in large model the year after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I won a silver in 40k squad for my Dark Angels Command Squad. And I feel like I'm forgetting that an honorable mention <laughs> for a Wood Elf. Uh, it's some other stuff. I don't remember. It's a long time ago. <laughs> okay, so you at least know what you're talking about, and you've done this before, right? Yes. Um, because there are some questions I have about these models and about how people should go about doing them. Now, every one of them, there's a 40K in Age of Sigmar, okay? Of course, the what I think is interesting is there's no Age of Sigmar vehicle one, but there are vehicle vehicle-type models in Age of Sigmar. So I'm They're just Do what? They just, they just go under the large model. Correct. Because that's I I was looking at that and I was like, 
why didn't they put that as a separate one, but they put it all in large model. So in the 40K one, you have single miniature squad vehicle large model. Um, single miniature. Any single miniature? What is considered large model? I mean, we understand what squad and vehicle is, but there are single miniatures like... Um, Probably like 40 millimeter base or less. I mean, anything larger than a 40 millimeter. Yeah, like a Terminator... Or a, uh, model, but anything higher than a Terminator, I'm pretty sure we're going to large yeah. if, uh, previous years. Because my Ogre Kingdoms, my Maneater was in large model. Interesting. Well, it was fantasy, and there were fewer heroes on that size base back then. Yeah, yeah. because you have you have a, a lot of, I mean, because I have my Tree Lords and my Sylvaneth, and they're large models, but I also have, what, Drakia? Drakia? Drakia or whatever her name is? Draka. Draka. Yeah. And she is a large model, but I wouldn't consider her large model for the purpose of what, like, tree lords are. Well, she is smaller in size, maybe, but she'll still be a large model, probably. Yeah. Because there, there are plenty of things. Vehicle's an understandable one. That's vehicles. I mean, yeah, yeah. But... Uh, so Titan would go in vehicle, I'm guessing, and uh, it, instead of large model, but oh, that's interesting. A, a, a squeak um, off, I don't know. I think inherently uh, vehicles would be anything that's not intended to go on a base, which is a little weird with some of the new orc buggies. But I think inherently anything that doesn't go on a base would be a vehicle. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I would think. That's how it would be in the old in the old days. So like. Uh, a guy on one of those trikes is not a vehicle? Uh, no, I think he'd be a large model. He's not a vehicle. He doesn't have vehicle. Well, they don't have vehicle rules anymore, so it's not as easy uh, of a uh, uh, distinction to make anymore. Because everything has wounds now. It's not like, oh, it's got armor value, it's a vehicle. No, no, it's it's wounds, and they have wounds. Uh-huh. So it'll be good. I just suggest... I mean, GW, I'm sure, has a contact me. Just contact GW. They'll tell you what it yeah, is. Yeah, they have they have details on their website, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, this is just a list of the categories. Somewhere there will be rules posted. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Eventually, they'll have enough. Yeah, we're, we're sort of jumping or on that. You can see what their rules were for, uh, you know, the Golden Demon that they have in the UK every year. Yeah. And I'm sure it will be the similar or the same as those. Okay, so we got that, and then you have the Age of Sigmar stuff, which is the uh, same same representative type categories. Um, dang it. I'm trying to open this up again. My phone shut down. You piece of crap. Open up. Um, but then we have Diorama and Duel, which I, I know what a Diorama is, but what's a Duel, per se? A Duel is uh, two guys fighting. And that's just <laughs> all it is. Well, that's, yeah, pretty much. Like Space Marine versus Orc. Gotcha. Or you know, why, why would goblin they separate versus that? dwarf? Why? Why would? Because to me that would be a diorama, no matter what. Why separate the and say diorama and duel? Is there a reason behind it? You know, duels aren't always dioramas. A diorama is like a, a vignette with, uh, you know, terrain as opposed to just a base gotcha. or a larger base. I think in the past they've had duels in different categories, so I think they're just trying to make it yeah. clear. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Kind of um, so, with that, then we have Middle Earth, 
which is, well, we know what all Middle Earth is. Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. Yep, Lord of the Rings, Hobbit miniatures, which are some really cool stuff. And then, so with the diorama and the duels, that is not game specific. So you could have a Middle Earth diorama, 40K diorama, Age of Sigmar diorama, as long as it's a GW model, correct? Yep. False. I'm pretty sure Middle Earth stuff all has to go to Middle Earth for legal reasons. Oh, you know, you're probably right. Interesting. Yep. I'm pretty sure just legal-wise they have to... uh, Separate it out. Separate it out, yeah. Interesting. I didn't want to... Didn't know. I'll have to figure out. Um, So we have that one. And then uh, small scale. What is small scale? Aeronautica or that... uh, um, Titanicus? Yeah, Titanicus, yes. The Titanicus stuff? Yep. Are you looking at it all up while we're talking about it, John? (laughs) No. I almost like I worked for Games Workshop for nine and a half years. Almost. (laughs) And then, of course, Youngbloods. I did. (laughs) Then we have Youngbloods, which is what, 13 and younger? I want to say 14, but it's that area 13, 14, and under. And then the OC, the open competition. What do we know about the open competition? It's open. <laughs> uh, the Games Workshop employees can put stuff in the open competition. Yep, because I don't think that matters as much anymore since, you know, it's not like they're putting on the show anymore, but that used to be the category for GMW employees. It's Well, that's still the rules in the UK. Oh, is that what it is? I, I, was, I was kind of curious. I was like, "What makes?" I think I think that is, but also it's it's uh, like converted. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, a little more weird. heavily converted stuff, not yeah. like the standard simple conversions, like the hardcore. I sculpted two thirds of this model type of thing, uh, where they're like, "Well, technically, you know, enough of the parts you used RGW, but you sculpted ninety percent of that thing, or whatever." I'm pretty sure those go in the open. Yeah, anything that doesn't seem like it would fit in one of the other categories. Uh, do you think you're going to uh, participate in this one year? This one, Kathy? Yeah, because I had some Marauder Horsemen that I had finished uh, shortly after the last Games Day Chicago. And yeah. then they, Blow the dust never, off them. they never came back to Chicago. Yeah. So my guys just sat in a box. So yeah, I'll get them. Oh, they're not dusty. They're they're wrapped up in a box. They're still in plastic. <laughs> still shrink wrapped. They're uh, they're well, they're done. Wait. They're all done. Oh, they're, just, they're on the wrong basis. They're just yeah, they're on the wrong. They need to be rebased, and that's pretty much it. Gotcha. So, you know, when you rebase them, you're going to touch them up because there's there's ain't a pain in the world that can rebase something and not go, I'm so much better. I can do that a little bit, a little bit better now. Oh, definitely. <laughs> How do you think this is going to change the painting competition at Adepticon, though? Because, like I said, a lot of people do a... The painting community would always, you know, oh, I'm working for Adepticon, and then, of course, the old uh, vote for my stuff. How do you think this is going to be... It's a breath of fresh air that you don't have to do the whole vote for my stuff bullshit. Uh, wow. 
I thought I was going to be the one up to say Mac that pee pee. But uh, Chashi uh, just uh, decided to take that one and work with it. I appreciate that. Now, my t- my my thing, uh, I never I never participated in the painting competition. I don't think I'm good enough, so I never did. But I did enjoy watching all the stuff, and there's been some amazing pieces that are you know not game related. Uh, you know, if you know, like Chris Surrey's stuff is always amazing. Uh, Matt DiPietro's big fish thing he did that one year um, was amazing. I mean, just many, 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 many gorgeous, gorgeous models and stuff. Um, and so I, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, this is going to be interesting because the Golden Demon, like I said, there's some people that are like, I'm just not going next year. And I'm like, then I won't see you because I'm going whether it has it or not, because I like going for my friends too. Oh, a great Western. Well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the only reason you're coming. Then, I mean, that's not for you anymore. Sorry. Yeah. Hopefully someone will make, like, the premier miniature painting competition convention somewhere. They're, they're around. There's 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 miniature painting uh, stuff at other conventions. So, Which, To be fair, I, I was with Kathy. I thought that the whole vote for my stuff was, uh, to put it kindly, not the right way forward. I always and, thought the... Simon, go to my go to the webpage. Vote for my stuff was bullshit, in my opinion, because it came down to a. Now it didn't was, was wasn't yeah it was a popularity thing, and it wasn't like it was ninety nine percent of their points. It was just another way to pad it. And if I had fifty thousand followers and they all voted yes on mine, that's you know an extra fifty thousand, which you know that can be. That's not something they can't. I'm just like uh, I want. If I was a painter, I'd rather be judged on my painting skill and just let judges do that and not let a voting push any of my points over in that direction. To be fair, though, with with higher-level painting, it becomes really, really fucking pretentious. Like, people look at models, and they're like, they've got, like, the magnifier, and they're looking at it, and I'm like, look, you can't fucking see that detail with the naked fucking eye. It doesn't matter. But that's just my opinion. I mean, you're like, that's the kind of, like, there's one guy who had this, uh, some sort of uh, dog or warg or whatever, r- submitted it, and I'm like, this is fucking not a damn thing. And then, like, they're, like, looking at it like it's, like, great, and I'm like, what the hell do you guys see? And he's like, well, you can see this here. I'm like, no, I can't. Well, take a look here. I'm like, no, 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 no. If you got to see that, it should be in, like, a real painting competition, because that guy's got next-level skills. And at Golden Demon at Game for, at the at Game State Baltimore, you kind of out of the, uh, the the target demographic, let's say. That but. was always the that was always the problem uh, going to the local games workshop, and they would have the 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 thing where you put your army, your painted army, out, and and all the people who happen to be there leave a dice. You know, in front of the one that they like best, and then you count up the dice, and that's the person who wins. Yeah, it's sort of like a mini armies on parade thing that they do locally. Yeah. yeah, and and it really is more about the uh, the theme of the army mm-hmm. at that point, and the the color scheme, and the cool factor, and and that's what people's choice is for. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'd be cool to. And then we're sort of spitball in here now for me. Um, I think it'd be cool to have, when you have this competition, have a category where you're just going technically proficient. And the rest should be, like, really 
kind of that game-related painting, you know? How far are you doing with a gaming model, you know? But that's just me. I'm not really a painter. I don't really have a horse in this race because I'm not ever going to enter a competition. I don't have anything that good. I would just put it in there just say, like, yep, put a model in. It's not giving it out of a bunch, and maybe the judge will say something to me about it. That's about all I could say. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, like I said, it, it's going to be interesting this year because I actually, I've already got my hotel room booked. I'm just waiting for everything else to go through because uh, I want, I'm, I'm going to go this next year because I, one, I was sad to get to last year, and I want to see all my peoples again. Um, yep. Because I think I'm going to be, I don't think I'm going to be playing in a lot of tournaments. I think I'm going to play the big social game this year uh, and talk to a lot of bunch of people and hang out in uh, Fort Wapple a lot, which I kind of look forward to hanging out with uh, Jim and such, too, uh, and getting to hang out with him because I don't get to hang out with him nearly as much as I'd like. Yeah, Jim's I'll, actually going to be teaching classes this year ooh. for the first time in a long time. I may have to take some of that. Does, is, it, is he going to, like... Let some of his energy and his godlike powers just seep into me so I can take a miniature <laughs> and slap it with paint and just be done with it? Uh, um, that's really weird. Right? That's very per- <laughs> personal, too. That man is amazing. Which, uh, I don't know if any of y'all saw, that they're looking for um, commission painters over at uh, for uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol uh, to paint oh, some yeah. of their stuff up. Um yeah, saw a, that. Dallas Must had like painting comic characters properly. Yes. Their, their canon appearance. Yes. For <laughs> sure. You know what? <laughs> Give me the art and I can match it. Yeah. But no, I'm not going to. I don't want to do that, you know? <laughs> there it is. Because you, you, can't, you can't just paint it, you know, oh, this Spider Man's going to be wearing a purple suit. Because it's purple like, Spider Man. It's purple Man. Purple, purple Man. Spider-Man. No, Urpo, Urpo Piderman. That's what I'm You have to Urpo make Piderman. it look like the art. Yes. Which some people can do, and that's, you know, that's what that is. That's the reason why they're looking for, you know, a specific type of people. So that's just how it is. But I don't know about y'all, but I, I, I plan on trying to stick to some of the original artwork whenever it comes out. Urkel Spider-Man. That's it. Urkel Spider-Man. 1919, you hit it on the head. Urkel Spider-Man. <laughs> I would love to see that in the Spider-Verse. I think it's up in my mouth, but it might be funny. <laughs> did, I, did I do that? I don't find Urkel funny. Sorry. I'm in the minority, maybe. Really? No, you're not. Okay, good. But um, I just thought it was... It, I, it's going to be interesting for me just from an outside perspective because... I'm sure people are going to come out and participate like the creature caster, which guys, if you have not seen the new miniature that creature caster has got coming out, um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, oh, the, the, what's her name? The, Oh my God. Yeah. We're, we're on ball today. We're batting a thousand here, folks. Oh man. I'm going to look it up because this miniature is fucking balls. They got a new orc coming out, which is actually really cool. I mean, uh, phrasing. Cause with them, balls could actually mean balls. actual balls. Yeah, with creature caster models, yeah, it could be. Um, that's um, good. Did you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to it. Oh, okay. queen. Yeah, because uh, they have. All right. Well, I can't get their website to work, so uh, they automatically fail for me. The new queen and orc go live uh, October first. The orc is really cool. Uh, he's got a really cool flaming fists and stuff. Uh, but the queen. 
Holy crap, this model is amazing. amazing. Let me see if I can bring it up for people and I'll show it on screen. That that is an art model. Yes, hold on. Well, Creature Caster, most models in Creature Caster you don't play with for the most part. Yeah, that's that's an amazing art model. They did such a good job on that. Let me see if I can pull up. Because it's called The Queen. Which is kind of weird. There's not a... Do you need me to just send it to you? You want to do that? I was just going to go to Facebook and grab it real quick and show it. Alright, I did that. Alright. Go to that model. But, this model is... Holy crap. Bing. Save image as... I think the phrase you're looking for is way too busy. Well, this is a creature caster type model, and it's supposed to be. The, the, there <laughs> is kind of what they usually do. Oh, no, no. I'm looking at some of their other models. They're busy. That model is way too fucking busy. <laughs> like, it's I wouldn't even know where to ones. start because it's like, you just, what? All right, so let's see. Add it's like image. a painting. Yeah. They have one painted up already. Good. Captain Busy says the Queen of Malefica. Exactly. Uh, thank you, Captain Busy. That is correct. There. How about that one, Kathy? Add source. I'll even. Like I would not even attempt. Like anyone painting that up for a competition is uh, amazing because it is crazy. Um, All right, here it comes. I mean, Boom. There you go. Over my face. Oh, he's got, the, yeah, the painted one. Oh, send me the copy. Of the, send me the, the painted one. I'll bring that one up, too. It is. Sent it. Thank yeah. you. I haven't seen the painted one yet, so cool. Hold on. Boom. Or rendered. So, oh, it's a render. It's a, oh, yeah, it's a render. Yeah. Still render of it. amazing. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I'll, I'll but look at how, I mean, how busy. I mean, I don't even... I would never, ever, ever want that attempt? miniature no. or attempt that miniature because... Like Only if I had to play it in the game, then I'd give it a go college try, but it would not be nearly as colorful as theirs because I think less would be more because you'd want certain parts to stand out in certain areas just to give it a better... to make it more, you know, yeah, palatable visually speaking yeah because that one's like almost a cacophony of color oh yeah the the one that the 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 picture is amazing and then the yeah. the the model is just i mean i'm like holy fuck it, i mean the model is basically that picture yeah yeah i mean that's just amazing. use it for the proxy for the scorm supreme guardian <laughs> if it's on the base crimson do it uh, well, I know that um, Chris Surrey had asked about this uh, before, and he was actually, this is the first Creature Caster model I want to paint. And I'm like, yeah, I can see this. Chris Surrey is amazing to begin with, and I'm like, I can see him doing really good work on this model. And that's who the people, I think, would work on this model. Mm -hmm. um, this would be something I would never pick up, because hey. I could never do it justice. But and honestly, it seems better to compare that to other ones of their models that are of the same style. It all becomes a bit more level playing field. Because literally, you take this to another 
another, you know, to a general painting competition, you're kind of coming from behind because there's so much in the model. There's so much area for one color choice to completely fuck you. Yeah. But I mean, that's what I said. Chris Uri likes this type of stuff. That's the reason why he would do it. You could tell. Let me move this so we can get back to the screen. But that's <laughs> oh, who. Kathy Paint stand. Listen, I listen. That's funny. <laughs> oh yeah, I meant to turn that off only when I'm uh, <laughs> only, only when I'm streaming. Leave it on for now. It's fine. Yeah, not yeah. About it. Uh, but I mean, that's that's whenever people say art miniatures, that's what I think of. Christian yeah. Caster. I mean, I have uh, the Demon of Slaughter. That I use in my Kings of War army. Um, because it fits. And I like the demon model better than I liked uh, paying the GW price for the demon model. Um, and it's cooler. But that model right there. That right there is. Like I said. I want to see Chris Surrey take on that model. And put it at Adepticon. And put it in the Creature Caster event. Because it comes out this October. Which will give him plenty of time. Which also he's painting. He's teaching classes at. Our event. It'll too. give him plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Sorry, got hiccups. And I guess that's four or five months, Kathy. That's plenty of time. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I, I think about it more. I do like the idea of having it, having each company do their own painting competition because, again, more level playing field. You're not comparing GW models to Mantic models to PP models to Creature Caster models because they're all different. Correct. Because otherwise, I mean, I mean no offense to Mantic guys. Like, I know some guys that work there, cool dudes. But there's not a one of their models that holds a candle to Creature Caster or GW or any of the other top-tier model companies. They're all very solid models, but they're not made to be that level of quality, let's say. So they're 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 priced more to be that affordable for gaming because that's what they do, and and that's fine. They're, you, you need to have those. So having them, com, you know, just competing against their Mantic models seems much more balanced playing field. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it also creates more uh, variety for what one person can do. Mm-hmm. Now you can paint a single figure for a bunch of different things. And you're not necessarily either spreading yourself thin, painting stuff you don't necessarily want to paint, you know, or, you know, competing against yourself. You're like, hey, I've got a model in Mantic because I like this Mantic model. I use it in my uh, whatever Mantic's little uh, skirmish level is. I have the book around here somewhere. Uh, I got this PP model because it's in my, you know, War Machine Army or my Riot Quest group I'm using. I've got this GW model because it's in my Warcry Warband or my Kill Team or even my full army. And then, you know, I've got this Creature Caster model that I love. And then maybe I do a Malifaux model if Malifaux's doing theirs. I doubt it. They're not quite at that level yet. But if they were, then you'd have, you know, you could have all your various hobbies just spread it out rather than competing against yourself multiple times in one competition. And that's exactly what I was saying. Yep. Sorry. I mean, you know, on other comments, on other pages. Ah, yeah, well, let's be honest. The internet is very ragey nowadays, and oh, yeah. if someone does not like what comes up, they just rage. They don't... I, I was interested, and I don't know if amused is the right word, or irritated. I'm not sure. I can't decide yet. But there, there were people who just wanted to think that there was some kind of conspiracy 
theory around the demise of the crystal brush. And I was like, yeah, no. To me, I, 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 no, there's I, I, not. But you know what? I would say that to people and they would disbelieve. I, I'm like, no, no, I know there wasn't. And they're like, no, no, there was. There totally was. To me, I and, thought it just came down to financial reasons because, yeah, what, I mean, what? it's just expensive. I mean, I don't. I don't care what the reason was that Simon decided to not do it, but it was their decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't some crazy conspiracy theory about, you know, Games Workshop's new marketing scheme with this competition that they've been doing for over 20 years. (laughs) See, to me, I just thought it came down to financial reasons is why, because, you know, they, they provided a check and, you know, it was just there, and I was like, "Well, I could see that because money money's tight for everybody everywhere, not just you know, the average Joe." Um, and I could have seen that them going, "Guys, we just can't afford to do it anymore." So, sure. I mean, that that, I, I, that was, but I mean, it is their competition. They can, you know, they they do whatever and, they want. And I mean, the details of their financial problems are very well cataloged over the past couple of years. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, this is just like when a business starts having some problems, they need to cut non-essentials, and that's kind of a non-essential. It did not fit their current business model. No. Yeah, if they're not branding themselves as a miniature company, they need to not be doing a crystal brush. No offense to everyone who loves it; it's too bad, but that's just not good business. You can't yeah. keep doing something that's not in your business best interest because everyone loves it. I mean, those people aren't going to be buying your games. Yeah. Simon never made money off of that. No, they didn't, they didn't make money off of that. And who cares about the, you know, the the click throughs to their cool mini or not website because it's not. There wasn't doing know, it's, it's, that part of the website wasn't part of you know what their business is anymore. Yeah, it's it's weird, and and I think it's the reason we won't see any. I mean, I hope we do, but I don't think we'll ever see anything like Crystal Brush ever again unless some company gets big and has some way of making it work. But I just don't think it's worth it. It'll have to be each individual convention might do it themselves, but it'll never be quite the peak of Crystal no. Brush. Uh, okay, so Warfare Weekend. We have an open competition. There's not like anything specific. We just have, you know, classifications of where everything belongs. We can't offer a $10,000 or a 5000 or a 3000 for, you know, first, second, third or whatever. It's just not financially feasible. No, there's no, there's no, there's no money in that. It, no. Like, it, as much as you want this to be all altruistic, all these places have to at least break even on what they're doing. No one wants to lose money on this stuff. No. And if it's not making money, we're a capitalistic society, and it's not like, oh, we didn't make money on a uh, on a uh, you know crystal brush, so we need to not pay as much in our, you know, space. Uh, I mean, I guarantee you, the commissioners would be like. We don't. We don't care. We need. We need our money. Yeah. Just the way of the world, unfortunately. Yeah, we need our money. But that's just, just how it has come down to. And like I said, it's it's it, it's it stinks because I know a lot of people look forward to it. That open competition or whatever you want to call it, where you can bring whatever. But there's plenty of GW models that you could use or you know modify or do whatever, and the open competition can let you do that too. Where you, yeah, can, and, and, you can do the heavily modified, you know, stuff and do it. And I hate, this is going to sound really harsh, and I don't mean it that way, but I'm just going to say it because I'm a blunt kind of guy. 
If this was the only reason you were coming to Adepticon, you're at the wrong fucking convention. Adepticon is so much more than just the painting competition. Like, it's cool that you were there. If you were also doing other stuff, awesome, I feel bad. But if this was the only reason you were coming, I'm sorry. You were at the wrong convention. Just so happened to have a out-of-the-blue painting competition that was way more than, I mean, I guess it ever should have been, honestly. They could have taken that, scaled down the money they were giving out, and had that come for years. They could. I think, I think part of it is the, uh, the same people who were putting their stuff in the in the competition to compete for the the big money were people who were also teaching classes. Good. So all these people are, you know, they're they're taking the classes. It was like a separate but it was like a separate little side convention. It was you know, with the, within the convention. It, I Then they're the people who are not the not directing that towards they had another reason to come they weren't just coming for the the crystal brush they were like oh we're gonna do we're gonna do painting classes and all that here that's great because painting classes have a place at every gaming convention like that because there's a lot of us out there who play miniature games who don't really know how to paint very well this guy <laughs> so that is a great thing that if we're interested in getting our painting up to the next level we can go and learn Everyone I've talked to have gone to any one of those classes, you know, be it like a Meg Maples class, we had one of those locally, or any of the ones at any of the cons has come out, learned stuff and applied it, and it's been great for them. So I, I support that 100%. It's just a little that subsect that's like, this is the only reason I came. Well, sorry. Now, if it's like, I don't know if I can want to go for the class only to the class, I was doubling up, it was double the double the chance, chance to be getting recouping more money. Well, that's fair. But it is what it is. That I mean, honestly, it was unsustainable. I was surprised it lasts as long as it did. Yeah. And it is too bad that it isn't, because it would have been nice to last forever. But this just in, things don't last forever, unfortunately. Yep. Yeah, that's like I said. I think I think it's gonna be a good thing. Uh, I think it's just gonna be like this. Change is hard for a lot of people. It is. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what I what I'm interested about after this is the games that are not represented by the game company aren't going to be doing like Simon's there. Are they going to do, you know, a uh, competition for, you know, Song of Ice and Fire miniatures? I'd be surprised if Simon was there. Yeah, yeah, I would, shocked. too. But that's what I'm saying. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they still had Song of Ice and Fire competition or tournament i should say not competition i i would i'm like i would actually be surprised if they're branding themselves as miniature as as board games i'd be surprised if they themselves not a sub company a partner company or someone individually did they, anything they well, themselves won't they won't no somebody from the community is gonna have to step up and run tournaments just like people well, step up and run tournaments for uh uh, Age of Sigmar and 40k there. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, the, the Song of Ice and Fire was run by a player, not a individual of Simon, uh this year. Which is honestly how it happens at most games and most cons. Correct. At most cons for most games, whichever. I'm a drinking. It's usually yeah. the, the friend that's like really passionate about it, and they're like, hey, I want to run this tournament at your event. And you're like, okay, what tournament? And they say it, and they approve, and then, you know, you go from there. Yeah. Which is kind of what all of ours is, except for a couple of them. 
But it would be interesting that if the people that run the tournaments go, hey, guys, I'm doing a Song of Ice and Fire tournament. I'd like to have a winner for Best Painted Army type thing. Well, they they absolutely would. Most of the tournaments have Best Painted Awards. Yeah. Yeah. At Adepticon. Best Painted is a, especially at a convention that requires painting. Yes. Like Adepticon, having a Best Painted is great. It's completely separate from the, from... From what I stand, it's mostly completely separate from your normal standings. It's just an extra reward. That's awesome. Yeah, I hope that they do that because there's a lot of there's a lot of other games that are there that could mm-hmm. could deal with, you know, best painted awards for army or you know whatever. Depending they on I'm what pretty it is. sure they all do. Yeah, yeah. I would hope. I mean, so. if you're gonna have painted requirement, you might as well drop the extra for get best painted. Yeah, I mean, I hope so because that's. There's a lot of like Jim's Nightwatch army or whatever he does that he has and stuff, and he he's gonna be playing. I'd be like, man, fuck it, I'm out. I see Jim over there because he's just balls amazing. But I would like to see his recognition or anybody's recognition for painting a really well, really solid army. Let's think about. It. I want to see Jim's recognition. If someone paints a better army than him, I would also like to see that person's recognition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, a lot of people put a lot of time and skill and effort into it. And I'm like, yep. that would be, you know, nice to have that. Especially, you know, like I said, Adepticon has painting required. And so it would be nice to, you know, for those people that don't do that competition, have that. But that's just me. I'm kind of weird like that. Yep. Oh, and uh, one more note, Gonzo. We forgot to mention this at all. Uh, apparently, the WTC was this weekend and some team won. Uh, yeah, WTC was this weekend. I kind of kept track of it. Um, there was a lot of stre- there was supposedly there's some streaming going on that they finally got some funding, uh, but it is the last time for them to do the WTC. Uh, someone else is going to have to take it over. What yep. is it? Uh, WTC is for Guild Ball and War Machine and Hordes. The it was World the Team Championship. Yeah, and um, they uh, was the the people that are doing it can't do it anymore, and so they're like selling off some of their stuff and. It seems like England is going to pick it up, and they're going to run cool. uh, the WTC, which would be cool, because uh, I really want them to continue to do that. Those guys are legitimately dedicated to the game in a way yeah. some countries aren't, and uh, I, they always bring it yeah. every year. Oh, yeah, every year. It, a lot of those to... countries, too. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. Most of those countries in that area bring it every year. Yeah, supposedly England is going to take it over. And host the WTC from here on out. And I'm like, cool, because I don't want to see it go anywhere. Because there's it's that ultra super competitive environment that's also a lot of fun to see and meet people from around the world. Um, it's also good because it... No, I'm going to say sorry. It rubs private press's nose in the fucking face of, hey, you didn't balance that shit right when you see... <laughs> That there are like seven billion clockatrices there. Yeah, that that, that was a running hey. joke over the weekend. Was that uh, everybody's got all the clockatrices? <laughs> yeah, it's a running joke, but it's not a good joke, unfortunately. Yeah. It's yeah, it's you're like, going on with that. <laughs> yeah, but um, so supposedly, um, latest thing I heard is England is going to pick it up, and they're going to take over the WTC. And I'm like, oh, sweet, that'll be cool. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Banyan. That model is completely it's the reason why I didn't buy four of them because I knew it's gonna. It went the way of everything else. It'll get fixed. It'll get changed, and we go. It'll go crazy. So, but it's one of those things. Can you? Can you? 
I haven't seen what the lists are, and I'm not going to take anything away from the winner, but if someone wins, is it actually a win if they're just winning because there's a model that's fucking overpowered? Not every team is going to change their thing, so maybe it is balanced, maybe it isn't, I don't know. So those things, you know, well, we all have the same rules, like, sure, but I don't know. Congrats to one. I think it was, was it Sweden or Norway? Sweden or Norway, something like that. I think it's Norway that took it. Oh, fucking Zosha told me. Yeah. Zosha! Zosha, Zosha will know. There's a Vimbe I know that will know. It will be Zosha. Uh, um, 2020 will be in Poland. Oh, okay. And Norway won. Norway, Norway Moonin won. So congrats to Norway. Uh, um, you can actually find out what their teams have. It may not have even mattered. They may be one of those teams who didn't go heavy on... Uh, what's that stupid faction? Grimkin? Grimkin. Well, they, you can't have the same caster, so... <laughs> so, on a quick note before we talk about movies, uh, my buddy uh, Bowie is going to a convention, a big convent team tournament in the area, and he's jumping on another team because there's one missing. And he's like, listen, what I play is, you know, Striker 1, something else. And I can't because I'm not playing Striker 1. I'm like, I just wouldn't go. He's like, well, I'll change it up. I'm like, wait, you're going to go to a con out of town and pay money. And you don't get to play the caster you want to play? Yep. It's a team competition. There's certain rules for that. Oh, I know that. But the fuck are you doing that for? <laughs> I'd be going like, hey, John, you're going to go and play this Malifaux tournament, but you can't use that master you want to play. I'd be like, uh, fuck you. I'm not playing. Sorry. Well, it's because I'm, nice. I'm not fucking just gonna take you just eat a dick for your team. Yeah, the the <laughs> team competition rules are um, well, if you play the same faction, you can't play the same caster. Yeah, well, I mean, let's be honest, straight up, team competitions for War Machine of Hordes aren't team competitions. There are three people who happen to have their scores combined together for the overall outcome. There's no team in it. Yeah. There, but... at, at WTC, there is because they added something for that. Yeah. But at any lesser event that's only like three, eh, not really. That's sort of been what we've had a pro local problem with it for a while. I've been trying to make, they've been trying locally to make the three team work where you do something with it where it has some effect, but it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Xander. <laughs> she got to talk a lot during the painting stuff. We can talk our 10 seconds of War Machine or five minutes of War Machine. Quick media section, Gonzo. Media. Hold on, I got wet paint on my brush. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, Kathy. Did you watch something, please? Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> this media section, blah, 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 also. That's not really. Whoa! I almost fell back in my chair. Wait, you guys watch things? All right. Media section. Oh, yeah. John, double... how many you got today? Oh, excellence. Uh, two. I mean, I can only say, uh... God, what happened to our sound? Shouldn't be any problem. Oh, okay. So I'm only trying to finish the uh, the last season of Midsummer Murders before they take it off Netflix, which oh, is shit. um like the first. So Tuesday. Yeah. Good luck. Well, I'm halfway through, I think. So that's the final season. And seriously, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's it's tough to. It, I am not a sit down and binge watch anything usually. Well, in these, it doesn't help that they're an hour and a half uh, episodes. God, that's like binge watching a movie. That's painful. 
<laughs> I can't, just can't believe this show has been on for 20 years. More than 20 years. Because it's it's first aired in like 1996. I mean, Doctor Who and Simpsons would like to talk. Simpsons more so, I think. Well, Not yeah, that that's been on... I remember being in my first apartment with friends when The Simpsons first aired. Yeah, I mean, I found it just as funny then as I found it now. Actually, The Simpsons might have been around. It was around before that because originally it was on the Tracy Ullman show. Yep. Yep. I Which, remember that. Which was funny. In any case, Gonzo, you have like 17 things? 75. Come on, get with the program, man. 75. Okay, so, I mean... No, better get going, then. I actually have one, two, three, four... Four things to talk about. I missed one last week, so I I held off on it. I'm going to hold off on it today. Uh, I pretty much finished the building. Ta-da! Done. Oh, quick, the building. I don't know that movie or series. Um, I did watch a show on Netflix. Uh, It was a short anime. Um... Called, and I'm not, I'm not going to pronounce it right. It's K-A-B-A-N-E-R-I. It's only three episodes. It's Cabaneri. I can't remember how they pronounce it. I watched it last week. It was only a three-episode series. So like three hours long. Uh, it's about a group of people that hunt other creatures that are zombies, basically. And um, they are trying to stop all these zombies from coming back. It's anime, it's typical fight gore, but it was nothing to talk about. It was another meh. Nothing made it stand out. Nothing made me go, yes, this is fun, this is cool. Um, nothing. There's it nothing was just, worse than a true meh, but there's nothing to talk about one way or the other. Yeah, it, it, it was just there. It had some cool you know, uh, artwork in it. The story was just, okay, they're going to go do this. Uh, they had some weird, you know, like... They had this train that flew off the tracks and it was like flying off. And I was like, that's not how trains would fly off. But it's an anime, so I'm not going to argue. Oh, you're going to talk physics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It, it is a cartoon. It is anime. So, I, you know, I kind of just blow it out the window. Um, it was okay. It's just three hours. So if you're going to be painting or, you know, hanging out, there's better things to watch, you know, most likely. But if you want, want something in the background so you can listen to it, it's fine. Uh, give it our, our typical, you know, two and a half space herpes, um, because it's just meh. So there's mine. My first one, John. Well, uh, Saturday night I watched, uh, Drive Angry. Oh. Which is Nicolas Cage and Amber Heard and, uh, William Fitchner. And some other people. You recognize a lot of the actors. There's not a ton of actors in it, but there's a bunch of people you recognize who've been in things. Um, it is basically the standard guy gets out of prison and has to, you know, save a family member or whatever. He broke out because he's got to save them. Uh, save a family member from some problem they're in now that he saw. Just the twist is the prison was hell. And Nicolas Cage is apparently dead and in hell and had to break out of hell to save his granddaughter from a satanic cult leader who was going to kill her to bring about hell on earth. Um, it is, it nominally was put out in 3d. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of bullshit effects that are made to be 3d. And let me tell you, they're bullshit. <laughs> um, physics. No, 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 there's none. No, no. 
just now. It, it, if you get to the beginning sequence and you're like, okay, I'm in, because this is going to be batshit crazy, then you're fine. It is like the Fast and the Furious on crack. <laughs> it does not, I mean, it makes basic sense. The basic plot moves from point A to point B to point C perfectly normally. Does not really have anything crazy except the fact that William Fitchner is sort of the guy chasing after uh, Nicolas Cage. And he steals every scene he's in. He is chewing scenery. It is great. Uh, Amber Heard is amusing, but it's like they half wanted her to be strong female and half needed her to be saved and do female things. So it was really odd at points. Help me, help me, help me. Blow their heads off. I mean, sort of, she was kicking the crap out of her boyfriend. Then, of course, he, you know, starts beating up on her. And then Nicholas Cage has got to come save her. I'm like, you didn't know what you were doing. Like, I feel like somewhere in there, there's a second draft of this or a third draft of this movie that has a really much more interesting plot that they were trying to not make super gory. And at some point, absolutely terrible. There's a point where Nicholas Cage is fully clothed, making love to a woman. And I mean, making love to. And he gets in a gunfight. Literally, he's cigar in his mouth, bottle of liquor, gun, having sex, shooting bad guys. I That may be the most egregious scene in the movie. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't... How? You, you don't. You don't ask how in this movie. <laughs> um, overall... No, I know. I mean, hell. Hell. Oh, hell. Yes. Well, hell. <laughs> so... It's overall it's an enjoyable movie because it's just batshit crazy from A to Z. Uh, it really doesn't give a fuck. Uh, I enjoy the crap out of it. Nicolas Cage is being Nicolas Cage. Amber Heard is actually giving a solid performance. The guy playing the bad guy, uh, Billy Boyd or whatever his name is, is chewing scenery properly. And William Fitchner is, in my opinion, the star of the show. He's super amusing. I enjoy every scene he's in. Uh, I'm still going to give it Two space herpes because it is totally batshit crazy and just completely off the rails. But if you want to turn your brain off and you've had a shitty day and you want to just sit back and, and enjoy something, it'll probably do the trick for you. Uh, maybe not for Captain Mizzy. She doesn't seem to be a fan of Amber Heard or any of that. It's <laughs> it's not a great movie. It's supposed to say it's not a good movie. It's a great movie. It's not a good movie or a great movie, but. Man, it's a fucking ride. So, there you go. Drive Angry. It is not for free on anything. Though, if you have Amazon Prime, you can get a seven-day free trial of Showtime, and it's on Showtime, as is my next movie. Gonzo, what you got? Um, I wanted to answer Banyan's questions. No, I have not watched Orphan Black, uh, but I heard it's pretty good, uh, but I never started it. Uh, I probably will put it on my queue and see what I can do. Um, I know about it, just never watched it. Fair um, the next thing I want to talk about is the finale of BattleBots was on this weekend. Uh, actually, last weekend, technically. Uh, but I only got to watch it today. Or no, it was on Friday. So it was, it was last week. Um, and I'm a big BattleBots fan. I introduced it to a couple people. They're like all into it because it's just a ton of fun. Who doesn't like robots just beating the ever-living shit out of each other and destroying each other to pieces? Um, it's interesting to see the different builds. It's just really see, you know, the shit talking, uh, but it's actually uh, a lot of fun. 
I really, really enjoy the show. And they had the finale. And the bot that I thought was going to take it uh, didn't. Uh, because he's nothing but a giant blade. And it's like a 17-pound blade he's got on the front of his bot. And all he does is he hits a model. He hits another bot. And it just destroys it, no problem. Um, and it was it was interesting to see it go through. Because we made a joke that the two guys that announce it never change their clothes. They wear the same clothes the entire time time through the whole entire series uh even while they're you know looking at the bots because you know this is over you know weeks that they do this or maybe a month i'm not sure uh because you know the bots get destroyed they have to repair them put them back together i don't know the time frame how it all happens in uh but the announcer that announces the bots uh has always got really cool sayings and makes stupid jokes about everything that happens uh, so it's actually kind of one of the highlights of watching it besides the bots is seeing what stupid rhymes he comes up. Um, but the finales are here. I actually was told not to say who won uh, because someone is watching it. Uh, I've been told directly to not spoil the winner. Uh, it's but, the uh, bot that Gonzo didn't think was going to win it. Yeah. Well, we did talk about I did. They did ask who was in the finale, but I was told not to say who, was in, who won the finale. Good. Don't. Um, so I said, that. of course, I wouldn't. Um, I really like the show. The show's, the show's really interesting. A lot of people come up with some really neat designs for robots. And it's interesting that there's just one robot and they have two people driving it and two people doing things because of all the controls they need to, you know, help flip it over, run this machine, run that part, do that, do this. And so it's actually a really cool thing. They had a group of kids from MIT enter a bot and actually did pretty decent. Um so it's just kind of all that type of thing that goes on that I just really, I really like it. It gets the nerd in me going. Um, highly recommend it. No space herpes. You get tons of bot fights. It's not like here's all the bots and they all work down to the finale. They have a prelim matches where they pick the top 16. So you'll have 32 bots and they'll all fight it out until they go, oh, here's our best 16 bots, you know. So you'll get quite a few fights. I mean, they're like, the, the weird thing is, is the episodes are... An hour to two hours long. So you're getting a lot of fights in there to watch uh, robots beat each other up. Because some fights last maybe 10 seconds. Because some bot has a big old blade on the front, hits the bot, and just splits it into four pieces. So it's just kind of interesting. I highly recommend it if you like that stuff. So go watch BattleBots. Especially the new season. John? Uh, well, my second one, part of this double feature, was uh, Baby Driver. Following the theme of cars and driving. This time, not necessarily angrily. Um, it is also on Showtime, so I get a seven-day free trial, because why not? Um, this has been very recommended to me, and I did very much enjoy the car driving scenes. Um, overall, I think it is a good movie. I think the part that hit me wrong is the characters really hit me wrong for the most part. Some of them were cartoonishly violent or stupid or what have you. And I think it hit me the wrong way, and it hurt a little bit of my enjoyment of the movie. I mean, and most of all, I feel that uh, maybe uh, maybe they could have throttled them back a little bit. It would have been a better movie, but because it starts off and it seems reasonably realistic, and it gets pretty far out there at the end. Like the violence gets violence gets a bit much and a bit crazy. So definitely hit me sort of the wrong way at the end. But still, very good movie. Interesting uh, tale. 
but I do also think people who are saying like it was great, great, it was one of the best movies, it's kind of overrated a little bit. I mean, I like Edgar Wright. I've liked all the stuff I've seen that he's done, but I mean, I don't think it's the greatest. I think if you talk in car action scenes, there's some really, really great scenes there. But uh, I feel like it could have done another pass where maybe they they'd be more consistent in their tone. Because it starts off in a sort of less violent tone and ends really, really fucking violent. And I think that if you're not ready for that, and I wasn't, I look like I watched it in two parts, it sort of de- decreased it a little bit. Uh, but uh, it, it definitely took away some of my enjoyment. So I'm going to have to only give it one uh, one space herpy. That might be more than some people would. But uh, I did enjoy the crap out of it overall. But some tone problems, some characters acting a little cartoonish at points when not everyone was. So those things, if one person, like Jamie Foxx acted quite a bit cartoonish at points and it was a little off-putting. And some of those scenes were just like, what do you... They they made me a little uncomfortable. So maybe it was a mood thing. Maybe it's just hitting me the wrong way. But not as good as I felt like it could have been handled. But uh, I did enjoy the crap out of it. I definitely suggest that if you like car driving stuff, it is sort of like the Fast and the Furious, but it takes place in the real world for the most part, where real world stuff tends to happen. Uh, definitely check it out. I'm not going to spoil any of it at all, because it's still a reasonably new enough movie. That I don't feel like it. And it hasn't really hit free anywhere. So I don't really want to spoil anything like that. But uh, I would overall recommend it. Just be careful and know that it is going to become a little violent towards the end. And if that's not your thing, you may need to throttle back on it. <laughs> Gonzo, uh, you can you can take us home. Because uh, I have two more. Uh, of course, this Friday was uh, watching movies with my kids. And uh, we watched the old Disney Tarzan. Um show our movie when it uh, was on there and i haven't watched that in a long long time uh i definitely remember uh the music because it was done by phil collins um and so i really i really liked it it was good um good disney movie it was interesting to watch the kids because it is much older uh and they really liked a lot which i thought was the funniest part about the whole thing is watching these kids watch it is what they laughed at um, they didn't care, of course, for most of the scenes where it was um, comedy in a traditional sense. But anytime there was a good farting, slapping, beating each other up, you know, comedic things, they were just rolling on the floor. And it was like, okay, yeah, this is a good kids movie. Um, so the Three Stooges, yes, basically. Yes, very much so. Three Stooges type, you know, beat them up type thing. They were really into it. Um uh, type thing. And then um, we watched um, The Frog Prince. Uh, the prin- uh, Is it The Frog Prince? Is that what, what the, the one Princess it is? and the Frog? Princess and the Frog. Uh, the other Disney one. And uh, they really liked that too. Uh, which I thought was interesting because they were talking about, that place isn't real. There's no place in New Orleans. And I'm like, yes, there's a place called New Orleans. <laughs> it's actually New Orleans. But it's New Orleans. If you're from there, uh, and they were, we actually talked about accents are funny, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they thought that was interesting. Uh, of course the slapstick comedy, they were pretty happy. You know, they, they, they loved that type of comedy, which I thought was great. Um, 
but it was uh, it was really good to see that. The music in that one to me isn't as great, but it is still good because it's a good Disney one. Um, it, it's a good uh, good representation. A lot of cool things going on in that. Uh, it's it, I, I liked it. I, I can't give any of them really anything because I really didn't in, didn't watch them too much. I watched the kids more than anything because that was kind of my happy place right then was uh, watching them enjoy it. Um, both good Disney flicks, uh, both different. Um, so I was happy with it. Um, cool. and then my last one, mm-hmm. uh, is American Horror Story started back up. Um, I've been a fan of American Horror Story when it first started. I like it. I'm not a big horror fan to begin with, but I like this cause it's a TV show and it's usually done pretty good. And it's been good story and interesting and good twists and good plot. Uh, the last two to three seasons, I've not cared about. Uh, this one, this season uh, is about, it's it's based in 1984, because I think that's the actual title of it. Uh, serial killer, like Jason or Freddy, or, you know, not, not Freddy, but like Jason and, you know, that type of thing, because they're at a campground and so on and so forth. Um, so I thought it'd be kind of cool. It's got great music, great 80s music going on in it. But I'm not too thrilled with it so far. There hasn't been anything that's like, oh, this is a cool, you know, horror story. It's like, okay, it's just a slasher film and TV form. I hate to think too hard, but it sounds like they're trying to capitalize on a sort of a Stranger Things popularity. Um, Kinda. The thing is, is, I mean, it's a good time frame to do, you know, to do the camp horror film um, type thing. Um, so there's not that big of a deal on it. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. It's just like it's... Okay, you got your serial killer that gets out of the mental hospital and goes back to his campground to kill again. Got it. I understand that. Um, then there's usually always a supernatural feel to the show. There's always some supernatural thing. And so they've got someone called the Night Slasher or something like that that is doing um, his deed for Satan. But then there's a lady at the camp that's doing everything for God. And so that's where their supernatural thing is coming through, but it just doesn't work, if you get what I'm saying. It just doesn't fold in really well. It doesn't It doesn't mesh because there's a guy that this serial killer kills, and he comes back alive. And he doesn't know where he's at, and he still thinks it's 1984, or thinks it's before this camp thing happened. Um, so the supernatural just isn't fitting well with it, uh, because there's technically two serial killers in this: the Jason Voorhees type, and then a guy doing it for supernatural reasons for Satan. And it's it's not going well. I'm just not I'm not believing it like it used to. Um, I think after, if you, if anybody is a big fan of American Horror Story, I think after Witch Coven, the show's just, or actually take that, after the hotel, I can't remember the name of the hotel one, uh, after that, I think the series has just gone downhill and bombed even worse. Well, that's um, why I thought it sounded like they're trying to gap some easy nostalgia hits from Stranger Things, because it's at that point, it's been around long enough that it's probably reaching that level where it needs to think about that. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's just the last few, I think the last three, um, this one, I think it's like right when they started doing Roanoke and on has been pretty horrible. Um, 
the Hotel Witch Coven, I can't remember which one came up the first on those. Those were the last good ones. I actually had a friend from high school that worked on the sets of the movie, of the show, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, he contacted me and told me that he was working on the set of American Horror Story. And I'm like, oh, which one? And he's like, all of them. And he's like, I, I'm like part of the set team and I'm helped with design and everything. And I thought it was kind of neat because his name was on the credits. I'm like, I know that dude. I went to high school with him um, and stuff. But it was, it's, it, it's just interesting that the last, this season, I think the previous three or two have just not been good. Uh, and I hate that because they did so well with the first few. Um, well, so. Captain Mizzy has a uh, has an update. Said Coven was six. The hotel was or so Coven was three. Hotel was six. And she says she can't watch Cult, but she wants to watch 1984 and Apocalypse. Uh, Cult, I was very very bored with. Uh, I didn't even finish it. I was so bored with it. Um, Apocalypse, we got into it, and I started watching it, but it got really boring and. They tried to bring back characters from previous episodes, and it just doesn't work because they're supposed to be separate stories under themselves. So when you bring back people from previous stories, it just kind of doesn't flow right, in my opinion. Well, um, I thought originally they weren't they just bringing back actors, not necessarily characters. Correct. They were just bringing back actors. You know, John Smith would play a different role in each one of them, but no, they brought back characters this time. Okay, I mean weird. Uh, because that was weird. A uh, rumor was is. That after this uh, season, they're going to do, a, do another Witch Coven one, which I think was one of their biggest uh, ones that they had. Because uh, it was actually a Witch Coven based in New Orleans, which I thought was amazing. It was one of the better ones. Nolans. Nolans. Um, but it was it was really good. Um, but I think Hotel was probably the last good one, in my opinion. Um, season's not over. It's only two episodes in, so I'll give it some more time. Uh, but I'm not impressed so far. So, Fair enough. It's on the meh meter still. So, other than that, guys, I think that's our episode. John, do you have uh, anything I else? I want to one thing. Uh, uh, Banyan was watching Terminator and uh, damn near insulted me when I stood and watched while my food was cooking and he had to felt like he had to point out that it was Terminator. Like, I <laughs> don't know every fucking scene of that fucking movie. Spoiler, didn't watch it all, so I don't review it, but... Zero shots to crack and it's fucking Terminator. <laughs> is Terminator just an action movie? Or is it a horror action movie? That is Catbug Extreme Catbug Close-Up. <laughs> Everything will be okay! <laughs> uh, I'm John. I'm Gonzo. We're having soft tacos later. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Kathy. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>